Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm going to give you a Parker Vegas recap episode, so it'll be a solo round, and we're just going to dive into some of the what I considered highlights of, of my experience and, and some others at Parker Vegas. Uh, first off, 3,700 people, <laughs> 3,700 people registered, which uh, I think officially makes it the largest chiropractic conference in the world. And that was exciting. It was just a first class experience. I mean, just really amazing the amount of vendors, the type of vendors, the presenters, the side events, the different things like that. It just was uh, quite an experience. For me, it was enjoyable to connect with some colleagues as well. Uh, we also had the CSA lunch, the Chiropractic Success Academy lunch. So we had 30 members, their significant others, if they were there. And then we had a few guest experts come in and, and we just all sat at different tables and chatted with some of the CSA members, get to know them, enjoy a lunch on us. And that was Friday lunchtime, which was really cool. The other thing that was really neat was uh, Thursday night, which was the, I guess it's like the presidential's uh, suite. Dr. Uh, William Morgan had the speakers and some of the other donors and things like that up into the kind of the penthouse suite there, open, big open suite with hors d'oeuvres and full uh, open bar, which was enjoyable and got to talk to a lot of different people that I wouldn't usually get to, uh, Len Fay, Stu McGill, Dr. Morgan, uh, some other folks that I met had a really good conversation hearing Len Fay, Josh Satterley, and a gentleman that was speaking about the McKenzie technique, kind of talk shop about it. So it was just kind of an in-depth look at it. And overall, it was really nice. It was just a nice little event. So that was Thursday night. And uh, my talk was on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. So it definitely was on, you know, on edge a little bit leading up to it. And overall, uh, I was prepared. And I wanted to kind of dive into that for the most part today and then go over a couple other things. But I ended up having close to 400 people, a huge room. And that was one of my biggest concerns was it was Saturday, 8 a.m. going up against Stu McGill. And I wasn't sure if I'd have, you know, large attendance. And then as soon as the doors opened for 8 a.m., just people started (laughs) coming in. And it was really nice to see. And it really you know, eased my tensions. You know, once the people were there, I knew we'd be good to go. And I had, you know, I I did a good job. I would admit I I did everything I wanted to. I hit the key points. I finished on time. I mean, we had one hour. I kept my train of thought going. I didn't really have any nerves. And I had quite a few people come up and and say that, um, you know, have you done a lot of public speaking before? Because you didn't seem nervous. And I want to touch on that real quickly is that, yeah, you know, I, I actually have done a lot of public speaking and it hasn't always been necessarily in front of three or 400 people, but I've done some large events. I, I, you know, historically just got out a lot and spoke in front of people. And that was a big thing. And I remember, you know, high school, college, just like everybody else, I hated it. I was nervous. When I was in chiropractic school at Logan, we had something called the health awareness workshop team, which we would do weekly talks to new patients and then we would also go out in the community and do talks. And I tried out for that and I failed, you know, didn't, didn't pass. 
they allowed me to retry. I actually put some more effort into it. And I think that was a, and I passed the second time. And I think that was a eye-opening experience for me was that you have to prepare, right? You have to know the material and you have to prepare. You can't just wing it. And that was good. And so I dove into that for a year at Logan, got out in the community. One of the talks stands out in my eyes was that me and a fellow classmate, Dr. Mark Hawkins, who's in Spring Hill, Tennessee now, still good friends with him. We did a talk to probably 40 men that were like, it was like the underground line layers, like the, for the telephone companies and all that. And these were hardworking guys, right? We had to talk to them on, you know, body mechanics and lifting and all that. And it went well. It was intimidating at the time because you had all these guys there that kind of don't really tend, tend not to care too much, but they, they were attentive. And that one stood out to me as far as at the time, that was the hardest talk that I gave, like the most pressure. Um, and then when I got out of chiropractic school, I moved back down to South Florida. I joined Toastmasters and that helped. I did that for about a year. And then really how I grew my following of runners and triathletes, I was doing a ton of talks for running groups on Saturday mornings. They would finish and sometimes it was five people, sometimes it was 35 people. And I did probably 10 to 12 of those a year. And I really built my following of runners and triathletes because of that. And that was a big step for me as far as presentations. Um, next step was I'm on the board of athletic training for the state of Florida. I still am. And I've been asked to speak at the ATAF meeting, which is the athletic trainers association. That's big in Orlando. And I spoke on Graston technique, probably 2012, 13, something like that. And there was a lot of people there, probably 150 in that one. So that, that was kind of a next step for me. That was probably the next biggest one. And I was well prepared for that and did that, you know, and all along the last 14 years, I'm just constantly doing public speaking in front of corporations, different things um, in the community. I also went up to strategic coach Chicago and Toronto to give specifically ergonomics lectures and talks to them. So, and they have over a hundred and something employees. So I presented to them. That was important growth for sure. Uh, and then the other thing I did, and this is something that you could consider, is I taught at Nova University, which is in Fort Lauderdale. I taught exercise physiology to, and it was like an auditorium type style to class uh, once a week for a, for a year, probably 50 to 75 kids in the, in the class. So I was up, you know, used to being up front on that kind of podium and, and presenting. And so that was another important growth as far as public speaking. Uh, and then, you know, now I'm starting to get more. I was at Ford KC last year. We had a nice audience. And then this weekend was by far like the biggest thing for me, like just from a professional standpoint, from an important standpoint, and obviously from an audience standpoint. And the room was just so big. And that was, I remember I got the day before I went to check out the room and I got on the stage and looked, it was like just really big, big rooms. So that can be daunting. And then when it filled up, it definitely was exciting, but I felt prepared. I was prepared and that takes the stress out of it. But ultimately, like Joel Weldon says, who's been on my podcast and on the virtual summit, it's a learned skill. It's not uh, something that just, if you have it or you don't, like there's some people that are definitely going to be better and they're going to be funnier, more charismatic, maybe a better communicator, you know, but it doesn't mean you can't become very effective and very good. And I still, to this day, think it's one of the best things you can do in your community to grow your practice. It's got such a level of authority that it's going to really help you grow. And so 
no matter where you're at in the spectrum of public speaking right now, or in, you know, if you're a student or you've been out for a long time, I really challenge you to get into the public speaking because it'll really help out and just really make sure you're prepared. Check out the podcast I did with Joel Weldon. It's probably, I think, one of the first 10 that I did. So go back, check that out. He's got a lot of good tips. So instead of me kind of rehashing, I just kind of follow a lot of what he talks about and then preparing well. Uh, so I highly recommend public speaking and I enjoyed it. You know, I, I've got good feedback and overall it was, it was fun. So a couple other topics that I wanted to, to dive into was geofencing. Okay. I had a good conversation with folks at Parker and when we were there, like everybody kind of noticed we were getting Facebook ads for Parker and some of the sponsors and things like that. And I was like, Oh, how does that happening? Uh, but essentially they were geofencing. So if you kind of went into that area, they knew that, and then they could target you <laughs> through some Facebook ads. So that's modern marketing at its finest. So that was an interesting thing that I realized. got to see Cal Ripken speak on stage and he had a lot of good advice and information. So that was exciting for me. So let me go into what I actually spoke about. I'm not going to be able to give the whole presentation, obviously, but what I what my talk was on was marketing for the modern chiropractor. And this is really the frame. I'm kind of launching this as the framework of what the whole modern marketing is. And I'm actually going to be taking some coaching clients, only 10. Feel free to email me, Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com if you have any interest, and I'll go over the details with you. We can even set up a call. But there's going to be a lot to this one-on-one coaching. It's going to be extremely deep dive and a lot of communication and really just growing. And part of what it's going to entail is this framework, this roadmap to where we talk about the fuel, the GPS, the vehicle, and the destination. So every you know journey you're on, you need to have a destination. You need the vehicle to get there. You need the GPS to know how to get there. And then you need the fuel to get that vehicle to the destination. And that was that was the kind of story of my presentation. And the fuel is content marketing. And I want to read what Joe Polizzi defines as content marketing. Content marketing is a strategic marketing approach focused on creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content to attract and retain a clearly defined audience and ultimately to drive profitable customer action. So let's unpack that a little bit. You need, it's a strategic marketing approach. A lot of this stuff with like funnels only and tactics and one-off campaigns, that's all they are, that they're not an actual strategy. It's kind of like a sugar high, some of those. And so you really need to have a good marketing approach. And I think content marketing is the best because it's kind of like invisible marketing. People don't like to be marketed to and content marketing, especially as a doctor, it doesn't feel like you're marketing to them, but yet you're getting those benefits and then creating and just distributing. So creation and distribution is like that vehicle part, right? So creating will be the content and then distribution will be that vehicle. Uh, so that's huge. So the creation is the, is the fuel, um, relative and consistent. So valuable, relevant, and consistent. Uh, a lot of people are generating content that is not valuable, not relevant to what they do, and not consistent. 
Got to have that. Then it's to attract and retain a clearly defined audience, right? So you want to attract new patients and you want to retain them. And that's when I then kind of got into in the middle of the, t- under the, um, under this kind of fuel part of it, I talked about before unit, during unit and after unit of marketing, which I've discussed in other episodes. And that's where you can keep, get more reactivations, get more patient retention by having good marketing to retain and then clearly defined audience. That's your niche, right? And then ultimately to drive profitable customer action, they do have to purchase. You are in business. So we really broke that down in content marketing and we gave a nice little video of John Deere and their content marketing plan. Then we dove into the six principles of that. I'm, I'm doing a whole thing on this inside of the Chiropractic Success Academy as well. But we really just dove into customer life cycle, how to create content, curate content, repurpose it, and just got really clear on content marketing. And that's the fuel that's going to drive your marketing. And then next we went to the GPS, which is really all that story brand stuff. And we dove into having a clearly defined message that feeds your clearly defined audience is really important to, to get that congruent with each other. Too many people, a lot of times people have a clearly defined audience, but then their message is not clearly defined for that audience. Or sometimes they don't have a clearly defined audience. So then it's impossible to have a clearly defined message. And so we chatted about that. Uh, we talked about the, you know, the internal, external, and philosophical conflicts. We developed a one-liner. We talked about the seven essentials of a story. Like, you know, you have a character that has a problem that meets a guide who has a plan and then calls them into action, which can then lead to failure or success. So the seven essentials of a story are character, a problem, a guide, a plan, action, failure, success. Okay. So that was a GPS. So we really wanted to make sure, okay, now we got this content marketing approach. This is a plan. And then we need the GPS, which is that clear, that, that messaging, right? That story branding, really cutting through the clutter. And then from there is when we dove into the vehicle, which is, you know, all your channels of distribution. And, and one of the things that I say is too many chiropractors are focusing on just the vehicle. You can't get anywhere without the fuel or knowing where you're going, the GPS. Like a lot of these funnels and these lead magnets and one-off campaigns, all they're focusing on is social media marketing and my social media funnel, my Instagram. And, and that's just not really the point, right? You're just focusing on the distribution and that's not good. You really got to get your messaging clear and developing really good content and then just use the vehicles as the distribution channels to get that out, which is great. The modern technology is allowed for this and it's huge. You know, before it was a radio and TV and newspaper. Now it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google. And so we dove into all the different vehicles that are out there, even direct mail. And so that was good to kind of give people that understanding that, you know, it's not about social media marketing. It's about having an actual strategic approach and then getting your messaging clear, then using the vehicle to leverage that. And that was the key. Uh, and then lastly was the the plan, the destination. And we just talked about the marketing plans and I've talked about that before. And then I really finished it up to, I wanted people to understand that sometimes this can seem overwhelming. I get it, right? Like it's a lot of information. You're a chiropractor. I get it. And it's it can be difficult. So I dove into that whole topic of optimization, automation, and 
outsourcing. And I have a whole episode on that a few weeks back. So check that out. But that's going to be part of what, when I work with some chiropractors one-on-one, or maybe it's your, your staff, you know, you, you might have a point person I would work with. We are going to get extremely clear on the fuel, the GPS, the vehicle, and the destination. And part of that is to really pick apart, can we automate a lot of this stuff? If we can't, can we outsource it? If we can't afford to do that or some of it, can we optimize it? And we're going to really just hammer that as well as other things, right? Like going to make sure that you get the book on unique ability. That's a really nice workbook that I'm going to send you. And we're going to work through that because that's going to be part of our goal is to get you focusing on only your unique ability. Um, We're going to have a lot of other steps in this process that I would outline. So if you're interested at all, Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com, and I can get you that information to do that. So overall, I got a lot of good feedback on this presentation. Again, this is going to be the framework to really dive into each of these topics. You know, it's, I'm actually, I haven't told a lot of people this, but I'm going to be also writing a book. It's going to get very detailed, but very easy to consume. And it's not going to be, you know, 200 pages to where it's hard to consume to where that'll be the guide for your marketing plan. So my ultimate goal is that chiropractors can have a very good strategic approach to marketing get their messaging clear and understand how to use all the distribution models and, and just have a kind of a, a self-managing practice, honestly. And, and marketing is a big part of that. So if you're interested, email me. If you have any other questions regarding Parker Vegas, I'm going to be there moving forward. Even if I'm not asked to speak, I'm going to still go. I really enjoyed it. Connected with a ton of colleagues. I highly recommend you make that part of your 2020 next year. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.